This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. A few weeks ago, few would have foreseen Mansfield Town winning four back-to-back games in different competitions. But alas, a 2-1 win at Stevenage on Saturday makes it four from four, two from two in the league. Can the Stags continue their winning run as they welcome the league's bottom side, Scunthorpe, on Saturday? Ryan Stokes' second half goal in front of the travelling faithful sent the Stags fans home happy and with three more points in the bag. The on-loan Birmingham midfielder says the Stags can keep climbing the table. Let's hope that the youngster is absolutely spot on. But it's not just Stokes who's made an excellent contribution. He's also a man at the back at the other end of his career, I'm sure he won't mind me saying, in Jonjo O'Toole. Paired with Ollie Hawkins at centre-back for the last two games. Is he the missing piece of the jigsaw that's finally been found? We'll talk about that and a lot, lot more in between tonight as we look ahead to a busy few weeks for the Stags. With a home game against Scunthorpe, plus trips to Sutton United and Trawley Town. Not to mention an FA Cup trip to Doncaster Rovers too. Can the Stags keep up their good form? Can they keep on improving and make progress? Let us know your thoughts in the comments as always and have your say on your team. On the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield always matters. This is the Mansfield Matters Podcast. Get involved now. A very good evening and welcome. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast. Great to have you alongside us as always. My name is Craig Priest and joining me on this journey to talk all things Mansfield Town. We've got Clive Parkin and we've got Nathan Edge. We'll speak to them in just a second. Lots to get through this week, but as you will notice if you're watching the video version of this, the third shirt, the brand new shirt has arrived at long last. Thank goodness uh, that it has arrived. We've been waiting for it for a long, long time. And because we've been waiting for it for a long, long time, as soon as we heard the news that the shirt was uh, available in the club shop, we all headed down or somebody for us headed down and picked up our shirts, which is why with no uh, message between us at all, we've all managed to turn up. We're in matching shirts. Hello, boys. How are we doing? Give uh, give a nice wave to the camera, everyone. Good evening. 
Even. There we go. As, as you can see, we've got Nathan Edge in his stag shirt. We've got Clive in his third shirt. And we've got me in mine as well. Have you been to pick yours up? What do you think of them so far? An excellent gesture uh, by the Radfords. It has to be uh, It has to be said. Uh, to be honest, um, Clive, I, I, you know, uh, the first thing I did once I, I got it home was to, uh, to, to, to have a look at my name. Have you managed to find yours? Yes, it's about where my belly button is. Nathan, um, obviously you will have a much harder job than the rest of us in finding uh, your name. Um, uh, has anybody told you where it is? Has anybody looked for no. yours yet? To be honest, I've not looked for yours, uh, but I did manage to find Clive's by virtue of the fact I was looking for mine. Maybe we'll say there's a task for everybody at home. So uh, anyone who's watching live, if you've got one of these, um, your, your task throughout the, throughout the episode, as, as well as listening to us, is spot my name and let me know where it is. Um, See, if, if, if I had my dad's shirt, right, it'd be easy to spot Clive. So, obviously, my dad's got a big belly, so it's, it's Clive's new, be extra large, won't it? So, uh, oh. <laughs> so what, you're, what you're essentially watch. saying is that the, the larger the person, the uh, the more chance you've got of spotting your own name, even though you can't see for Toffee. Yeah, basically, yeah. I wouldn't uh, hold any hopes out for a career in the diplomatic corps, Nathan. <laughs> that's, that's long gone, we should know that. <laughs> No, that, that's been gone a very, very long time, to be honest, if we're totally honest. Um, there are, there's lots to get through tonight. I've even written down an actual of, uh, of, of talking points tonight because um, it, it's been one of those uh, weeks where we didn't do the Sunday sermon uh, for one reason or another. We were going to do the show as we usually would on Wednesday night, but we were flooded, literally flooded by two messages. No, uh, by hundreds of messages from our adoring fans saying, where were you on Sunday and why weren't you doing the Sunday sermon? Where are you? Well, we are here. We are here to do um, the show. We've brought it forward 24 hours um, and uh, and here we are. So we've got a lot to talk about on the agenda tonight. It's almost like a uh, a formal meeting. We're going to talk Stevenage. We're going to talk four wins from four in all competitions. We're going to talk John Joe O'Toole. We're going to talk uh, him and Hawkins as a pair. We'll talk Hewitt at right back. Clough's comments um, on uh, on I follow in the uh, in the last couple of hours. Um, striker shortages. Not to get everybody worried. Under 23s, new shirts, Donny tickets, 22-23 season dates, addiction uh, leagues and golden goals and any otherness. Where do we start, Nathan Edge? Well, none other than Stevenage, surely. It has to be, doesn't it? <laughs> it certainly does. Um, and uh, it was a, a fine victory um, as well. Um, and it's one we perhaps, you know, didn't see... Coming in the first half, Clive, because uh, friend Mr. Reed certainly uh, was trying to get one over on his former club, wasn't he? Yes, he can consider himself to be doubly unlucky. He had two fine efforts saved by the post. Um, oh, you could argue that our keeper was had every confidence in the post, um, and it was well founded because the post did its job. And it's a nice change, isn't it, for us to have a bit of the rub of the green? Yeah, it certainly is. It does certainly does uh, make a difference, Nathan. And uh, were you expecting to see Mr. Reed's name pop up on the goal scorers on Saturday? Oh, that's I did in my prediction, didn't I? Even though obviously it counts for nothing, but um, it's it's just one of them. It, you know, it's like Ollie Palmer. Is what whenever we play against him, he he seems to be up for a goal. The angle seems to uh, have managed to notch a couple against us since he he left us. So those players that never really it never really happened for them with us tend to come and bat us on the backside and you know fair play to Reedy he very nearly did but um, like Clive said there it's, it's this so far this season we haven't had much luck have we like, if we're completely honest so um, it kind of just goes to show when, when things are going for you as well like, you know, we're playing better getting results but you also get a bit of luck along the way and it seems like um, it's like the law of attraction isn't it when you when things are positive around you positive more positive things happen so we shouldn't feel guilty about it, though, Nathan, because we also had two very worthwhile penalty shouts denied us as well. Yeah. So that's, these things balance out, don't that's they? That's not necessarily looked at. That's, that's bad decision-making. So oh, another shocking me, referee. They're, they're, they're separate things, aren't they, really? Uh, but um, in regards to the post, that, that, that was a blessed post for, for us on Saturday. 
Yeah, it certainly yeah. was. Uh, keep your comments coming in. Let us know your thoughts uh, on Saturday's game. We are there. What did you make of the performance? Uh, we'll talk John Joe O'Toole um, as well. Um, one thing, uh, Clive, from Saturday was, uh, you know, the fact that we we did manage to, to get the victory in the end, that we uh, dug deep. But before we go into that, would you like to make an urgent appeal? Uh, can we have a, a bag update or a, a bug? Bag date? No, no, that's that's wrong. Can we have a bag update and, and let us let people know what we're talking about? Yeah, stupidly, I left the ground at Stevenage and left my shoulder bag under the seat. I uh, didn't realise till I got back to the car. So we come belting back to find it wasn't where I left it. And the stewards didn't know anything about it. So I'm hoping that maybe one of our honest fans picked it up and took it back with them and it might find its way back into the club somewhere. It doesn't matter if it doesn't. It's down to stupidity on my part. It wasn't an expensive item. But there were two packets of crisps in there and I do miss them. What flavour were they? That's the key That's the key thing. Ready salted. No, well, Nathan, some... come on. That's that's not really a, a crisp to be um, to be bothered about, is it? It's not worth taking a bag, is it, to be fair? And, and also, I mean, if anybody's watching that, if you do return it, please return it with empty packets of crisps in there. Well, if anybody does bring it in, they can, they can have the two packets of crisps, they can have the banana that was in there. <laughs> the important question, though, Clive, was there any Mansfield Matters merchandise in there? Because that, that, that could be very, very, like, very valuable. There had been earlier in the day, uh, but we managed to find the, the worthwhile recipient for the said item but before the game started. That is true. That's true. So there was nothing work. of value to be lost. Thank and, God. Yes. Oh, anyway, I mean, could you could you imagine if you'd have lost a Mansfield Matters mug and the pandemonium that would have well, and especially when they're so would rare. It, it... <laughs> no. Oh dear, I don't know what to say. Uh, move back to the game. We'll get some of your coming in uh, in a second as well. Keep them uh, flooding in. We want to know your thoughts uh, on Saturday's game and of course uh, any other business as well um unlike a, a formal meeting this one will just go off in an absolute tangent hopefully by the end of it we'll have covered all the points which we uh, we wanted to uh, uh, to cover obviously one point we have covered already is the shirts me clive and nathan are all john's in the new shirts i can tell you um that um the shirts are vibrant in color so don't use clive as a model sir so, his is looking a, a little bit faded uh, tonight. Maybe he's um, that. Oh no, that's, that's even worse. I don't know. I don't know what to. I don't know what to suggest, Clive. To be honest, I think um, maybe just don't have his career as a model. Um, Nathan's doing well with his. Um, I Can I just tell you well. on that score? I have to be very careful not to make myself too attractive because uh, I've fallen foul of this before. So I do like to have you know the essence of imperfection somewhere. It is a very nice shirt, though. It has to be said. It's very nice, nice fitting, very nice feeling material as well. Uh, I do hope just the to... players uh, do play in it. Go on, Nath. Well, I'll say, just to clarify, do we know if they will? Because I know you called it a third kit late earlier, but um, is it technically, or is it, is it as far as I thought, it was just going to be a, obviously a gesture of goodwill from the, uh, from the, you know, from the owners? So is it going to be played? I, mean, I, I didn't think it was. To be honest, I, I'm actually 100% sure. As I understood it, it was, is, uh, going to be used as a third shirt, which shirt, uh, which was uh, a gesture of, uh, of goodwill from the owners. So uh, maybe we will, because let's have a look at, mind you, actually, no, the away shirt this from last season, you, I suppose when we play Newport, which is pretty much the only clash in colour, maybe Harrogate as well, we can play in that because we, we certainly, yeah. So I actually don't know if they, if they will or not. Personally, I, I would like to see them wear it, Clive, um, even if it was at a home game um, and we, we changed kits for a game. I know we've done it in pre-season. I don't know whether there's any EFL rulings in there or not, but uh, if we can wear it for, for one game, then, uh, you know, I, I'd like to see that happen. What about yourself? Yeah, I think so. If, if, if that's the plan, if it is genuinely a third kit, um, and presumably if it is, they, they wear the blue shorts with it and white socks but um i don't i don't think it is i think it's just the gesture to the yeah. season ticket sure holders allowed, to be honest I've, i remember listening to another another part about sort of the more about the sort of legal side behind rulings and things within football and i know mm. there's certain rules with um you know your sponsorship and advertising sort of with letter amount of letters and words and sizes and things so i don't know whether it would actually be allowed or not so um yeah we'll have to look at that we'll have to find out we'll have to do some digging yeah, maybe that's one for you, Clive. Uh, obviously, you've you've got good links with the uh, supporters liaison officer at the moment, haven't you? So uh, maybe that's one for you to to do a little bit of homework on. What do you think? 
I shall ask the question. Sorry, on a personal viewpoint, I, I actually like white shirts. I think for especially for uh, games under floodlights, because you know I think it's an advantage to be more visible. I also think that clubs that play in all white, the, the players look bigger. Um, but uh, and Mansfield used to play its first team colours were white at one point, not for very long, but they were white with blue and yellow trim. I always thought that were rather looked rather smart. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's delve into the comments because there's a lot of them flooding in. So let's uh, head uh, in, into a few of these. Uh, Jim has kicked us off tonight saying, O'Toole is right up there with our best signings. Exactly what we needed. Experience, quality and right fit. PS with the shirt. Thanks, Mr. and Mrs. R. Uh, Craig says, lovely gesture by the Radfords. Fetched hours today. I had one happy boy after school. Yeah, I can absolutely imagine. Uh, Mark and Owen both say, say evening. Uh, Robert says, JJ O'Toole has been an asset for the defence, but do you think his rash tackle was needed in the last moments that resorted in uh, an unnecessary free kick? I think we have to almost, uh, like we, we did at Colchester, have to look at uh, giving the ball away higher up the, uh, on that one. Um, um, Roger says, for once, Stags had some solid performance. Things are looking better. Uh, things are looking better, are they? Uh, he also asked where Cam is uh, babysitting. Um, Hollyoaks is on, is it not tonight, Nath? Yeah, it is. It was Hollyoaks is on, so we, know, we all know where he is. We all know where he is. Uh, Pedro says Sturk looks quality. Uh, Richard says can't, we can talk about O'Toole all night, but Mr Bishop again pulled off two very good saves. Quality and not praised enough. Um, Jim says, I know anyone's good. However, getting Oates and Johnson injured in cup games and competitions, we've no chance of winning when we need the league points. So pressing is a bit frustrating. Uh, great save at the death by Bishop. Yeah, let's talk Nathan Bishop for, for a second, Clive. He has gone under the radar a little bit. And, uh, you know, I've never really been an advocate of young goalkeepers coming in to be uh, number one. I've always liked a little bit of experience in there. Aidan Stone changed my mind quite a lot last season when he sort of came in and got uh, uh, a run aside. But Nathan Bishop has been an absolute breath of fresh air. And um, I do worry he might, he might get a recall in, in January. And if he gets injured, I've also got a worry there as well. He's a very, very good um, acquisition uh, for us in the summer, Clive. He's a very good young keeper. No question, but he's doing what he's expected to do. Um, you know, we don't we don't run, get out of our way to applaud a midfielder who does a brilliant pass. We don't uh, we don't, we don't uh, rave on about the defender getting his foot into a, what was a very dangerous attacking attack from the opposition. The goalkeeper is expected to save shots, and generally speaking, they that's their role. Um, I think he's 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 a better keeper than his, his years would expect you to him, him to be. I guess because we've had a couple of seasons of ropey keepers, maybe we, we, we see too much in him at the moment. But, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, he is a good keeper. I think Manchester United will be keeping an eye on him. I can't see them taking him back this season, to be honest. Um, I think they've got, you know, several in front of him. Um, but I'm glad he's here. Absolutely. And uh, he's, been, he's been worth a point or two already this season. I think my point on that, Nath, was more uh, the fact that they would have sent him out on loan to try and compete in a side who were maybe going to try and push towards playoffs and push towards getting a promotion on his on his CV. Um, and obviously, we've, we've not been in the great vein of form this season until the last four games or so. But I guess if we can push back up the table towards January, those fears will alleviate. What's your take on it, though? Are you... Um, are you worried about a potential recall, or just, or do you think he'll be, uh, he'll be, he'll be ours for the season? Um, I, I think if there was a recall, it would be literally just to position him at a, maybe a higher, higher level in the football pyramid. That's that's it basically. But I don't think it matters whether we're promotion pushing or not. I, um, end of the day, is getting game time. I think that's one thing they'll want the most. And actually, it's kind of probably better from a goalkeeping perspective to have a lot to do because he's being tested. So. In some ways, being in a, a side that's not achieving that that well um, isn't necessarily a bad thing for a goalkeeper on loan. So, um, no, I I'm, I'm, I think unless they've got a reason to to want to put him at a higher level, um, I, I think he'll stay. And I, and I hope he does. Because I'm with you. I think if um, if he picked up an injury or or, or whatever, then um, you know there is a concern of who's ready to step in. Um, just on another note, I do slightly disagree with with Clive in the sense that. Um, fight, doing fight, 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 <laughs> fight. Yeah, I'll, I'll have him. Um, you know, I mean, we, we, we praise 
or well, we praise goal scorers for, for getting goals, and or criticise them when they don't get goals. So, whereas that because that's a key position, and I'd say you know as a goalkeeper, even even more so as a key position, if you make mistakes, it costs goals, and it, and it essentially will cost you games. So it's actually probably one of the most important positions in the you know in the side, I think, more so obviously than than a midfielder. Um, so if midfielders make mistakes, it doesn't always result in punishment, whereas goalkeepers nine out of ten does. So. I think he he has got a lot of applause throughout the season, especially when we were probably underperforming because he was keeping the scoreline down. But um, I, you know, I think I should continue as well, and I, I agree. I think he's been a been a massive signing for us. I think uh, the mark Ryan, of a good a good goalkeeper is sorry to interrupt you, Craig. Mark of a good goalkeeper is somebody that can pull off a save in the last few minutes when he's had precious little to do all the game. I'll let you off on that, Jim. Uh, Ryan says it was one of our saves to be fair uh, he's been quality all season it's clear he's trained with a Premier League good to see the full team starting to uh, starting to get together uh, Robert adds uh, let's hope he doesn't get a recall as I don't have much com- confidence in his we'd certainly have to to recruit either somebody to back Shelby up or somebody to to come and compete to be number one uh, Pedro says now we've pretty much back up and running we should move up quickly. Bishop is ace. Um, also, uh, comment from Greg. Aside from the obvious players, Hewitt deserves some credit for improving after a tough start. Me included, and us to be fair, uh, feel Hewitt has been solid um, recently. Yeah, we were quite critical, Clive, weren't we? Um, was, as was Nigel Clough with his infamous comments about the game of uh, he must be mates with a winger because he's not tackling the whole game. Um, Clough slightly referenced that in his, in his press uh, today. But uh, Hewitt, again, it just goes to highlight, doesn't it, Clive, that it takes time for players to bed in it at new clubs and to, to feel settled and to, to get ready. And whether that be six, seven months or six, seven weeks, it's one of those things which which often isn't talked about. And, you know, uh, fortunately, Hewitt's come the other side of what was uh, a turbulent um turbulent start backed up by some questionable comments i mean at one point you were questioning whether he would wear a mantle again weren't you at well one stage? I, I was wrong but i got the impression from the way clough was talking that that was his his boats burnt um but you know i'm glad he didn't because actually if, if man if there was a mansfield matters most improved player of the season so far award he'd be up there for it yeah this, <laughs> this might be at the end of the season so so we'll yeah so we'll we'll, we'll, we'll see win. what. Look, listen, everybody wins mugs. Maybe we need some uh, some new prize. Maybe we need some uh, some new prizes. Uh, let's move one across in the line of uh, defenders, Nath, and talk about the title of this podcast. Uh, um, have we right? Have we found the right O tool for the job? Firstly, nice bit of wordplay by me, yeah. Uh, not too bad. I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you that. So yeah, so, I mean, play. Oh, to, am I am I delayed? Is this a problem? Here? Yes, that's what's going on. No, no, no. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. I, you're, I've got different headphones on today, so you're really quiet. Uh, I've tried to. My camera's not been great, so I've got it on a different computer and that. So uh, yeah, you're just a little bit quieter for me, which is why I'm a bit hesitant when you uh, when you talk. Yeah, that's a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yes. Yeah, so, so tall. Take it away. No, well, it's one of them, isn't it? Uh, when he came in, it was could have gone either way. It seemed like a, a, when you go and get a free agent. I mean, we were desperate for it, wasn't it? Wasn't we? Um, I think there's a lot of question marks over his his discipline. I know it's already been referenced to that, you know, to that rash tackle he did make um, at the end of the game on on Saturday. And uh, you know, it's, it's it's part of his game. So I probably expect uh, for me, I'd, my advice would be expect a few more of those between now and the end of the season. It's probably going to happen. But yeah. Most importantly, um, in regards to sort of the he's made his experience, I think has been a massive, um, you know, massive help for for us and our and our sort of defence. Um, but you know, it's, it's two goals as well, which uh, you know, it's not to be sniffed at. He said he wanted to get more goals and add that to his game, and he started doing. Well, he's got off to a fantastic start with that. So, you know, what what's not to praise? He's he's come in and settled in very quickly. Uh, and it's just going about his business and getting on with it. So, um, no, I'm, I'm absolutely delighted. And I think, but like you say there, he's 
partnership with, with Hawkins back there. It'd be interesting to see whether Rawson uh, you're going to fit in back there with him as well. So be just to throw another spanner into the works. So uh, to see what, who he's going to partner with. But at the moment, he's a, a, a starting place and at the moment he's keeping it. It's an interesting one, Clive, the O'Toole situation, because he can play, obviously, in midfield as well. And towards the, the later end of the, the Stevenage game, forced off through it through injury, O'Toole sort of dropped into midfield for, for Maris and Rawson came off the bench to slot into to centre-half. But Hawkins um, and O'Toole, albeit two games that they played together, have formed a relatively stable partnership at uh, at the back, just like uh, Hawkins and Rawson were starting to do. But O'Toole himself, we were saying it for not just weeks on this podcast. In fact, we've been saying it as as a whole, probably for an entire season, that we need somebody commanding, somebody that can be vocal, somebody that can win and be dominant in both, both boxes. And literally everything that we want, if we wrote it down on a piece of paper, what we'd expect from a centre-half and a defender, John Joe O'Toole undoubtedly ticks every single one of those boxes. He certainly does. I mean, he's very much in the same... Same vein as uh, um, James Perch. I mean, he's got maturity and experience in, in buckets. And I think the uh, that shows. And I think the fact that he can play alongside players he's not played with before and do it so well demonstrates that. Whereas you put someone else in that position and they bounce off each other for a while. It's also reassuring to know that we can move him into the midfield because I think we, we're overcoming the problem with the centre pairing now. In fact... Clough's going to have an opposite problem. He's going to have to choose two from three, two from four going forward. Um, uh, and I think uh, uh, that's uh, that's a, a better position to be in than what he had before. But it does mean then you've got someone who is starting to show his real value to us, um, not necessarily in that back four. So having him in midfield, the question then re- re- arises, is he better than what we've already got in midfield? Yeah. Um, Maris gave him the opportunity but I like Maris um, so I wouldn't want him to become a victim of, of, of that situation I think uh, there's a, a more worthwhile candidate um, but we, uh, we've spoken at, for, for ages about our captain uh, I think of the, of the quartet in the middle of the park he's the one that I would be least wanting to keep on the park anyway that's purely a personal opinion others are entitled to other opinions however wrong they are <laughs> uh, I think the other thing about O'Toole is as well, just to dig, I mean, I to dig Nathan out of a grave last week when he was, he was going to throw him off a cliff edge. Um, but uh, this week, I'm going to dig Clive out. No, I know. You wouldn't say that about O'Toole. You'd, t- you'd be petrified. Oh, well, no, absolutely not. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the O'Toole thing, Nathan, I, I think the only thing for me, as I understand it, he signed, when he signed, he signed a, a short-term deal until January. Um, there's no questions about his fitness at all. No questions seemingly about his attitude. The conundrum Nigel Clough has is, does he continue to use him as a, a short-term stopgap, which is, you know, having him in until January and then going out and buying a defender or getting another defender in on loan? Or does he just bite the bullet and sign him up to the end of the season? I think for me, Nath, it'd be the latter. Yeah, I mean, it's remember we've only seen him for three, three games, um, you know. True. So we'll, there's, there's more time to probably make that judgment. Um, but what we've seen so far, um, yeah, I think mo- most of us would be in agreement that there's no, you know, there's, there's, most of us would say yes to taking him on at least to the end of the season. But there's also that, the, you know, the, the flip side to consider. It may not necessarily be all our our decision. It it could be down to his personal decision as well of where he wants to mm. to be. It could be a geographical thing. It could be, you know, where he wants to be in a league kind of thing. So it might not just be us not wanting to extend that. You know, we, we, we don't know. But purely from a Mansfield Town perspective as supporters to see what he's offered so far, um, I think most of us would say, yeah, we'd be certainly happy to take him on to the end of the season because let's also remember January is a tricky window to do business. So to go out there and find a central defender you're probably going to have to go and pay a fee um and there's no guarantee they're going to hit the hit the ground running like like he's done so you know no reason why not at the moment uh roger in the comments says just what the doctor orders is o'toole gets stuck in uh keep your comments uh, coming in he asks also roger about danny johnson being injured and this is where uh things weave into into nicely into each other clive here uh because judging by nigel clough's comments um 
day on I Follow Stags. Uh, we won't be hearing any of that interview in this, mainly because um, I haven't had time to add that in. We will hear a little bit of his reaction from Stevenage shortly, but I have been through his interview and made a few notes. Not that I can find the piece of paper that's um, the right piece of paper where I made said notes. Um Talking about injuries, um, we may have a striker crisis. Uh, Clough has confirmed today that Reese Oates is a, a major doubt for Saturday with a groin uh, injury. George Maris, who also went off, his is less uh, serious of the three with a knee problem. George Lapsley, um, perhaps a major doubt for Saturday with a shoulder um, strain. Danny Johnson out for three weeks with a foot injury. Uh, and Kellen Gordon, some positive news on that one. Um, they're just monitoring that one and he may be back in training this week and could be uh, available for a place in the squad on Saturday. But we've gone from one extreme to the other. We've gone from the extreme of uh, having no centre-halves, nobody at the back, to potentially having few options up front. And all of our conversations, Clive, about Hawkins staying at the back, he may well have to be out of necessity, moved back up top. Well, necessity is the mother of invention, they say. And I think what this might do is push push the lever because um, he was recruited as a striker. Um, we've missed him up front. There's no question about that. Um, and whilst one the other two are, are playing well enough, we can manage without him. And he's done a, a sterling job in the central defence. If... O'Toole can make a worthwhile partnership with Fazza, then I think we've every reason to slide him back into the forward position, especially while we've got this supposed crisis. Oh, by the way, Gale scored last night in the under-23s. Yes, I'd like to see him get a chance. I've not forgotten. It's on my agenda. It's on the meeting agenda. It's all. Yes, I agree. I'm sorry, um, I'm sorry to bug your agenda up. <laughs> yeah, well, you say, say you bloody should be, to be honest. I mean, it's, well, it's, I it's almost like... Calling. Well, well, I know, but guess what? I didn't write it until the intro was playing, so have that. Um, <laughs> moving swiftly on. Um, Richard says, Oates should have come off 10 minutes before you could see his groin uh, had gone. Hindsight's a wonderful thing uh, in football, and I guess, you know, whilst he's, if he's able to uh, to sort of limp through, um, we could try and nick a goal. But uh, perhaps I haven't mentioned, uh, Nath, is, is Ryan Sturk. Obviously, you know... We, He's another one which has come back from from injury. He netted what proved with a winning goal on Saturday, and again um, proved what uh, of a good um, sort of uh, acquisition he is. Yeah, I mean, well, listen, we've got to give a bit of credit here to Nigel Clough because you know when we're going through that rough patch, um, he mentions quite a few times of being a a key player of ours, didn't he? And and mm. he got a few sort of reactions from supporters saying. You know how can they? How can he say that about a player when you know he's barely featured up to the up to that point? But you know, remember we've got to remember that Clough has seen him in a different. He sees him in training, you know, before the injury. He's, he's seen him from obviously all the scouting videos and and so on. So he he knows what he's capable of. He knows and he knows why why they did bring him into the into the team. It's just as the supporters didn't have many opportunities to see him prior to his injury. But what we did see was, you know, was was pretty good. He, you know, game by game, the appearance he did put in, uh, we're looking looking promising. And I think we started, you know, with Stevenage, we started to see a little bit, you know, even more from that. Uh, so I think we've got to say, um, you know, maybe Clough had a point with what he was saying about, you know, another key player being missed in him because he'd come back in, um, you know, and, and put in a fantastic performance and obviously um, took his goal incredibly well. So that's another... Another thing we need, if, we're going to, if we are going to have an injury crisis, we need those midfielders to come in and step up and get some goals as well as O'Toole in, you know, in defence. So, um, you know, that if we can get some more from, from the likes of, uh, you know, from you know, Charsley and, you know, and the rest, all them in midfield, then it's, uh, you know, another bonus. We need it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, more to come on that. More to come on some of the other items on Craig's hastily put uh, together agenda, much to Clive's annoyance. Um, but first, let's uh, delve into the dressing room. Let's hear it from the Stags boss, the man who masterminded a 2-1 victory at, on uh, on Saturday at Stevenage. Let's hear it from Stags boss Nigel Clough, who gave his reaction to I Follow Stags. They were just the two words I was going to use, hard fought. Uh, God, it was all the way through today. Uh, I thought we were a good first half like Sunderland and should have gone in more than one ahead. We had two or three very good situations uh, and then conceded 
from our point of view, uh, a very poor goal. Uh, the build-up to it, Nathan Bishop kicking it needlessly, giving the corner away, and then Ollie Hawkins losing uh, Cuthbert. Uh, but I thought the reaction after that was very, very good. And uh, little Ryan Sturks popped up with a winner. I think as well because of the players now we've got to bring on, when we lose three players through injury, uh, we're bringing Rawson on, we're bringing Sturk on, we're bringing Sinclair on, uh, who we haven't had that squad available in uh, sort of five, six weeks ago. Uh, so when you do get pegged back like that and you do lose another three players through injury, uh, we've got good enough replacements to come on and get the result. I thought O'Toole was very good. Um, I thought he scored a good goal, second one in the week for us. Uh, you know, he's played two and a half games now, uh, he's won all three games. Uh, and uh, I thought he was. I thought he was very good today. Uh, I thought Elliot Hewitt was steady. Bish made a couple of good saves when he needed to, uh, and Ryan Sturt when he came on showed exactly what we've been missing for the last what, eight weeks. He's been out. Well, they kept a clean sheet last week at Sunderland, uh, and we thought we'd just go with the same eleven today. Uh, I don't think we performed at the same level. But two or three of our our better players today, uh, sort of George Mary, Stephen McLaughlin, were off it a little bit uh, on the ball. Uh, no doubt in the effort of the, of the team, but. Uh, they weren't their usual composed self with the ball today. It's very important when uh, a centre-half, when we, we do win corners and free kicks and everything, that he is a th that we have a threat in there. And I think when we're throwing Hawkins in there, we threw all four, the back four in today from our corners. You know, we wanted Hewitt, McLaughlin, uh, Hawkins and O'Toole all in there because we thought it was a, caused them a problem. Uh, and it's a brilliant header at the far post. So, yeah, two goals and uh, uh, and two wins really in the, the two main games this week. Uh, he's, he's done very well. I think it's testament to the way he's looked after himself as well. I have to mention as well, Alex Revel actually recommended him. We knew, obviously we knew about him, but he'd been here for a couple of weeks training. And he sent me a message saying he's been absolutely fantastic in training. If I could take him, I would, <clears throat> but I'm not able to. Uh, and that's when we stepped in after that. That's Stags boss Nigel Clough speaking to I Follow Stags after the Stags 2-1 victory at Stevenage uh, on Saturday. You can hear more from Clough, including this week's uh, press interview by heading to mansfieldtown.net forward slash I Follow, where you'll also hear from Mr Elliot Hewitt as well. Uh, reminder that uh, there's many games uh, coming up for the Stags, mainly on the road for the next three uh, or so, including a trip to Sutton United on a Tuesday night uh, and then, of course, a, a trip to Crawley. If you fancy... Uh, Go into those, but are not quite sure how to get there, or want to put your feet up and get a little uh, sleep on the on on the way back for work. Don't sleep and drive. Go on the coach with the SSA. Uh, call the SSA travel number on 07967689597. That's 07967689597. Seven uh, for more details on uh, travel details Sutton to Crawley and of course uh, to Doncaster Rovers in the coming weeks. Um, Nigel Clough, uh, there, Clive and Nathan was speaking uh, about a few things, and he mentioned uh, one man in particular. Uh, we spoke about a little bit earlier in uh, Elliot Hewitt in today's uh, comments. Um, Clive, um, Clough has said that he's settled in. He's um, you know. He's he's our sort of steady Eddie. He's sort of a seven, eight, eight, nine performer every week, and is really making the fullback position his own. And I think we mentioned it a little earlier on, but I think we need to highlight it. Praise where praise is due. Yeah, he had a shaky start, and you know that didn't all go well. But he's he's proved any doubters wrong, I think, and uh, certainly is an easy name to start start your team sheet with. Um, and I'm, I'm rather pleased the way that out of the difficult situation, our, our back line starting to become the most important part of our team again. And from there, we can build. And without uh, another... doing the job he's been, do, been doing the last few weeks, we'd have had a real problem. Yeah, absolutely, completely agree. And uh, I think one thing, you know, it would be quite hard if Kellen Gordon does sort of uh, come back to... You know, to maybe shift him from that point. You know, Clough mentioned in the interview that we just heard a little bit there of the post-match um, that you know we were able to send him forward from from corners and, and things like that. Isn't it good to be able to have you know three or four defenders that you can send up for corners to try and max pieces? Because as proved with O'Toole's goal, that that's how the first. Yeah, and it's something that we've. Uh, yeah, I think that um, from uh, from from previous days we've been quite critical, haven't we? As um, you know, as a team, that we've not really been able to make the most of um, you know, set pieces, whether it be corners or free kicks. So, and then there's twofold to that. You know, one was was sometimes not getting the delivery right, um, but you know, the other part was is 
it's, it's when the delivery is right, there wasn't the people in the box to, to take advantage of it. So, uh, but having the, the likes of, of, of O'Toole and, and Hewitt and, and Hawkins and, uh, and, and so on to, to get in there and, and amongst it, it does have a little bit more of a threat to uh, to our play. So, you know, when we've got games where we're not able to pick teams apart by necessarily our, our, our usual play, um, you know, in, in open play, they've got the opportunity to try and hurt them from uh, from set pieces, which is something that you, you need to be able to do. So it's it's a, it's a benefit benefit for us certainly, um, you know, and that's something that we, we've got to continue to, to utilize. A little bit like there, or like Clive said, there, a, a settled back four um, is, is making a massive difference, and there's no coincidence that as that's improved, we're starting to, to pick up. Um, yeah, we we started by picking up a few draws, at, you know, last month, and now we're starting to get the wins. So we, there's no coincidence there. Let's move on to another item on Craig's hastily put together agenda. And one, Clive, I'm sure you'll be pleased with. You mentioned it a little bit earlier on. J.M. Scale on target for the under-23s um, the other night uh, against Leeds last night, I believe it was, in the uh, Premier League Cup. A narrow 2-1 defeat, but perhaps the Stags should have got a victory uh, in that one. Uh, a strong side too, who uh, who took to the field. Many minutes for, for them. Yeah, I think uh, they uh, they they uh, gave a good account of themselves last night against Leeds. Um, I don't know how strong the Leeds team was. Obviously, they've got a slightly different pool of players to us. But um, I think we were very unlucky not to come away with something. Apparently, we hit the crossbar. I didn't actually see that one. I was trying to do two different things at the same time. So, Did you watch the, it? Sorry, did, did you watch uh, it? Uh, yeah, I went on the stream to watch it. It was quite good, but I, I, I was busy. And you know what it's like? You turn your head and you miss something, so... Yeah, but, uh, it was Cooper, wasn't it? That hit the bar. Yeah, that's Cooper. right. Yeah, I thought all in all the Stags played commendably well, and I thought uh, 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 going back to Gale, I thought he, he had a really decent game. Um, scoring is a bonus, but I think he had a decent game. I think it's one of those, Nath, isn't it? You know, we've got a really good young prospect in in, in James Gale, and I think we've got you know maybe five good prospects that are in that squad and I'm not talking about the names which we talk about regularly I'm talking about names which perhaps go under the radar and you know whilst this competition is, is great for their development we perhaps need to look at developing them a little bit more because you know they're, they're good assets for the future and that's exactly what we need and, and if this season has um, shown us anything Nath it's that anything can happen and they might be may need to be ready at any time to step in. Yeah, I mean, obviously we've got the usuals that have been uh, names that have been uh, bounced around. So in this last last season, you know, last year or two, uh, the ones that have, have been given the you know some opportunities. But you'd probably say you know you like George Cooper, Nathan Kane, and and obviously and obviously Gale as well. Uh, now thrown into that mix, there there are other players that are knocking on the door a little bit. And um, you know, we talk about a potential in you know striker crisis that we've got. I mean, as as much of the negative it is, and we need to obviously try. Try not, not that, not let that affect us too much. But it's also an opportunity for the likes of Gale and, and Nathan Kane, those two in particular, being you know strikers to uh, to be called upon. Because although they might not necessarily start the start the game, they're, they're no doubt going to be going to be on the bench. Um, so yeah, and, and the chances are they may have to come on and try and make an impact. So it's an opportunity for them to see where they're at at this level. It's an opportunity for us as supporters to see to you know, to see. For us to also see where, where you know where they fit in, uh, you know, competing at this level as well. So um, they need to be ready. But the, the good thing is, you know, the likes of, of Gale that's uh, played last night. He played in the um, you know in the in the in the pizza crust cup, uh, you know, against Newcastle and got some good minutes there. Played played well. So um, ten thousand pounds. Yeah, ten, ten grand yes. in the pocket. Why not? Listen, um, you, you so, might yeah. sit there and you might you might think ah, you, you've got a little nibble, but ten thousand pounds is ten thousand pounds. I'd do a lot for ten thousand pounds. I'd I you know, I'd bet for ten thousand quid. Well, that just shows the difference between me and you, doesn't it? There you Worlds go. apart. Eh? Worlds apart. Worlds apart. Uh, no, it's all good fun though, and you know, well done to to the to to the kids last night who, um, you know, put in a, a decent performance, and uh, you know, despite defeat. Clough was watching again, and I think it's very, very um, uh, important, um, you know, for, for Clough to go and watch the games. And as Richard says in the comments, Clive, Gale was perhaps unlucky not to come on on Saturday. I think if he keeps performing the way he has done in recent weeks, there's, there's no doubt in my mind that at some point he may get the opportunity, especially given the uh, the certain 
potential striker crisis and striker shortage we may have in the coming weeks? Yeah, notwithstanding the manager having his hand forced through injuries and things, I do think that uh, um, the, the manager's had to play safe and put his strongest, most senior players out wherever he can while we've been going through this awful patch. As we start to pick up points and see, you know, become a little safer in the league, I think he might be a bit more daring with some of these younger players. I hope so, anyway. But it does illustrate another point. That, you know, we concentrate all of our conversation, as most fans do, on the first team. But there's a wealth of uh, players all bubbling away under the surface at any club, not just ours. And we, we, we need to see some of these uh, players that are coming through the academy start to emerge. Only one in 50 might, but we want to see that player come through. As for Gale, he, they, they, the scouting system found him at Long Eaton and brought him over. They saw something in him. So um, I think that's probably a wise move because at the moment we're in a transition period. So it's useful to have players coming through but perhaps yeah. aren't quite ready for it and top them up with a few um, sideways uh, acquisitions and obviously have the, the people who are normally warming the bench to make that team work. Yeah, looking forward to seeing uh, how how uh, they develop and looking forward to I think it's January when the uh, the, the, the final two home games are uh, the Premier League Cup uh, for those that don't know under 23's competition there are X number of uh, older players that can play in that including a goalkeeper I believe it's three I might be might be wrong it might be four uh, but it's uh, a I good thought it was three but you yeah, good standard of competition uh, either way. Three or four, one of the two. Um, good standard of competition, as I say, and uh, uh, you play each other twice in the group stage, home and away. And we've had one home game so far. I believe two away games now, Wigan and uh, and Leeds, and uh, potentially one more to go before we get the uh, the final two uh, home fixtures. So very much looking forward to, to seeing them. Hopefully they'll be played at the one call again, uh, uh, again, Nathan. And uh, we can go along and support the the younger ones you know like we we do sometimes in the fa youth cup yeah absolutely we, we said about it obviously there's not not reserved league is the um you know this season again so um any opportunities for, for for these players on the on the fringes and the young players to to get you know some good competitive minutes in the, in the tank um you know yeah you know, they don't want to be snuffed out so and if, if we can get some you know at the one call or even at the RH, if we can can have spectators there, it's, it's it's great for us because you know there there are supporters out there that that do want to go and watch those games and see who who the future Mansfield Town stars may be. So um, yeah, it's, it's it's all good news, and it it goes to show how important that victory was at Stalford, you know, to get to get through into this group stage. Because if we didn't, then there'd been a you know big miss of uh, you know missing fixtures there, wouldn't they? So that was a big win that was. Absolutely. Uh, final comment before we move on to uh, more wider business um, from Jim, who says, if Nigel Clough plays Hawkins up top in a 4-2-3-1, then technically we won't have a striker problem at all. But can't help thinking um, that can't help thinking out up to our upturn uh, was key uh, of having Hawkins at centre back. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, but we have, if needed, you know, more personnel now, now at the back with Forrester, who also played in that game with 23s um, and, you know, Rawson and Hewitt and Gordon potentially coming back in and Clark there as well. We've got more options at the minute at the back than we have um, up top. So uh, an interesting conundrum for, for Mr. Clough Clive. Yeah, that's why he's paid more than you and me to do that job. It's, uh, it's his challenge. And I'm glad I'm not having to do it. I think, he, you know... It, it's, it's, we've gone from uh, famine to feast and back again. <laughs> we, we just have to uh, um, recognise that it, there's a pool of players there and he's, he should always have cover. And that's uh, that's fine in, in uh, theory. In practice, if you lose one player in a position, you'll lose another one at the same time. And that's exactly what happens. That's why versatility and, and utility players are absolutely priceless. I, I reckon it's one of those where... Because it's obviously been going so well, having Hawkins back there, it's you, know, you don't want to take him out. But the question mark, since certainly since Ross and you know we're, we're, since O'Toole's come in, and he could have that pairing with Ross, and I, I bet the question mark's been there that you know shall I shall I put Hawkins back up there and and try these two two back there together? But not wanting to to upset what is settled back there is is always sort of chose not to, and especially because Oates and Danny Johnson, you know, were 
Uh, certainly Oates in particular has hit a bit of form, etc. So there's no necessarily need to, but I think now that, you know, I think he's now probably going to be pushed to maybe take that risk a little bit. And you can kind of, um, certainly from our point of view, if, if it didn't work, you can understand why why he would do it now. If, if uh, worst comes to worst, Rawson and John you know, didn't work back then. You understand why you would take the risk of to put Orkin back up there, wouldn't you? So I think it's a no lose situation in that sense to put him up there. Absolutely. Jim says, think a tight defensive sheet is more important than striker shortage. Uh, the whole team can contribute goals absolutely. And Richard says, whereabouts on the new shirt is my name? Honestly, no idea because I've not looked for it. Get yourself to the. Uh, yeah, get to the uh, the club shop, uh, pick your shirt up, and uh, have a little hunt for it. It's a ni- nice little game actually to play. Um, Clive's now looking for it, but please don't take your shirt off and uh, yeah, look around the back. No please do not do that. Rich, Richard, can I say that they're giving you a great deal of help here? It's in alphabetical order. I mean, it is and it isn't ish. It is ish. Let's go with ish. There's there's certainly some which seem out of order, but. But who knows? Uh, let's move on to other business. Um, more widespread EFL business, Nath. Um, the uh, dates for next season, I know you shouldn't look too far ahead, um, have been announced. The 2022-23 English Football League season will start earlier on 30th of July next year because of the World Cup. The Championship will run until the 12th of November and resume on the 10th of December. But League One and League Two will continue without a mid-season hiatus. Your thoughts, Nathan Edge? Um, I mean, it is what it is, isn't it? Yeah, we all know um, that, that, that the World Cup was going to be you know, sort of in the winter months. Um, it's a completely different debate on that whole World Cup situation, uh, but that is what it is. And obviously, um, you know, the, the top two leagues aren't going to be able to take place during during that uh, you, know, you know that tournament. So, um, you know, our games are are going to carry on, but it does make sense for it to all be brought brought in line. The only the only downside is is that you know it's kind of another summer which is going to be disrupted. You know, we had um, you know last last year where. We ended up having we had an extended summer. Um, the championship didn't. There's their start early. It, you know, this, it's still it's it's a bit messy, isn't it? It's still following on from from COVID, you know, the COVID season. So um, it's something for the players to to, to to adapt to. But from our point of view, it what it does mean is that it, it sort of extends our season, doesn't it? So um, we don't have to try and um, you know try and put them all in together because we're going to carry on through the through the actual world cup tournament so you know it's just just i'll enjoy watching some of the summer for a change rather than being freezing at matches it's great yeah absolutely uh elsewhere clive doncaster tickets now on sale for um the fa cup game very reasonable price as well adults just a tenner conditions uh, 18 to 24 and 16 over just a fiver 17 and under just a pound um season ticket holders uh quarry lane members and ssa members will be allotted friday the 19th of november to purchase their tickets um very good very good prices two thousand 1,500 tickets uh, have been added. That should sell out, shouldn't it? Yeah, I think we'll sell all those fairly easily. I think there'll be a, a second allocation coming our way. Um, I'd be disappointed if we took less than three, three and a half thousand to this game. Um, obviously, yeah. it helped if we can get a couple of nice wins in the meantime. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, you know, not far to travel either, is it, Nathan? Uh, realistically, a winnable tie too. Yeah, I mean, well, well, let's not get carried away. I know we've had four wins on the bounce, but uh, and they are struggling in in League One, but it is still a you know a, you know a side in the you know a division above us. So um, you know we can't go into that game too confident. We need to go in with a similar attitude as we did Sunderland and uh, and be prepared to put ourselves on on the, you know every player to put themselves on the line you know for the cause. But you know the the best thing is I think from us as supporters, like you said, it's a nice short trip. Um, so we'll be took a good follow anyway, but the fact that they've given such good sort of ticket prices should encourage a few more to go. So um, you know, and hopefully we'll get a, a, a you know a replication of the you know incredible atmosphere that we got at Sunderland. So I'm I'm thoroughly looking forward to it, and uh, let's hope we can tap it off with a you know with with a win because not only um, you know will it be a great day out, but it's also that 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 dangling of the carrot of a of a big third round cup cup draw and. 
I know somebody said it earlier in the comments, I can't remember who it was, but they said about you know, risking players in competitions that you're not going to win, uh, referring to sort of Reese Harris who picked up the injury at Sunderland. But it does make a big difference to your season. If we can go to get a, you know, go on a good cup run or get a big side in, you know, in, in, in round three, you know, same when we played Liverpool, that, that kickstart our season in, in the non-league. You look at what Lincoln did, that got them going. You know, a good cup run and some money in the in, in the pot can make a massive difference to a season. So, um, you know, I mean, we're, we're on board with a, check, with a check of trade, aren't we? So, obviously, we're going to be on board with the FA Cup, but it's an opportunity, yeah. That's, 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 and it's a, it's a good one for fans to enjoy. Absolutely. Opportunity knocks, and we'll be talking more about the FA Cup in a week or so's time. First, though, Clive, we've got to move our attentions back to uh, the league, starting with Scunthorpe at home on Saturday. Keith Hill just been appointed manager there, um, and, you know, he'll be looking to turn their form around. It'll be a harder game than what people perceive it to be, won't it? Yeah, they're fighting for their existence. And Keith Hill's a decent manager, in my opinion. So I don't think they're going to be a walkover. But as I said last time we were on, um, the way we're playing, we shouldn't fear anybody. And uh, I think, therefore, we should be expecting to come away with three points on Saturday. Yeah, we should. And uh, that brings us nicely to podcast predictions. I have here the list of the current podcast predictions table after last weekend's round of fixtures. And I can confirm, Clive, that you are still top of the tree. You've got 20 points so far this season, um, 18 points from guessing the results, six bonus points in there as well. Uh, and you are way out in front at the moment. Steve in second place with a total of 18. I'm in third uh, on 17. Nathan, you are just behind in fourth, also on 17, but by virtue of the fact that I've scored more uh, points in the result stakes than you, I sit a place higher. It's getting tight uh, at the top, isn't it? It's getting tight at the top of the league. Um, yeah, but I'm not no worried. Doubt, Nate, you'll, that sprint. You, you, will be, you will not be happy with not being in the top three at the minute, will you? So uh, um, with that in mind, um, let's turn our attentions to uh, the Scunthorpe game on Saturday, um, and Nathan, I'll get your prediction. Uh, I'll get your prediction first, please. I will go for a two-nil victory. Yep. Good old clean sheet. Nathan Bishop on fire once again. Um, I'm going to go for Oli Hawkins. I think he's he's going to be up there. Um, I'm going to go for Harry Charles. I think he's another player that's gone under the radar a little bit. He's been very good of late. Absolutely. Clive, you're top of the table at the moment, so uh, give us your prediction. Well, I've got the same score, 2-0, and my scorers are O'Toole and Hawkins. Ah, okay, so now we're going with both centre-backs. People laughed at me the other week when I went with O'Toole. People laughed at me, but he popped up, weren't laughing me. I was bun Saturday. I almost got the uh, the clean sweep. I got three points for guessing the right scoreline and then a bonus point um, for the scorers. I am going to go for a 3-1 scoreline um, victory, of course. Um, thanks. I am also going to go for JJOT to, to pop up with a goal again. Um, I think he's a real set from, from set pieces. Um, I'm going to go also with... Um, do you know, I, I'm going to back... I'm going to go with Nathan. I think Harry Charlesley might pop up. I agree with, with Nathan that he's a player who does go under the, the radar. And the third goal, I will go with... Um, do you know what? I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to go Jordan Fisher. Bowery. I'm, I'm going to go Jordan Bowery. I don't know, I don't know why. He's due one. He's due one. And Reese Oates isn't, probably won't play. Danny Johnson definitely won't play. Um, so I think Barry might get himself some uh, some game time. If you guys want to play along, the link is in the description. Nigel says Stags 2-1. Ryan says Stags 2-0. Roger says, I reckon a 4-0 goal fest. For the, these predictions to count and for you to potentially one of these beautiful Mansfield Matters mugs, uh, make sure you... Uh, click the link in the description uh, and play along with our podcast uh, prediction game and also our golden goal game as well so if you get the golden goal um you know head on the nail you will automatically win a Mansfield Matters mug if you get closest to 
Uh, the three people who are the closest to the golden goal will go into a prize draw to win a mug at the end of the month. So far in the prize draw, they were a minute out on uh, Saturday. Uh, Nick, uh, Chris and Steve are in the uh, draw um, at the end of the month. So get yourself involved with that. It's all free to play. Some excellent Mansfield Matters uh, stuff for you guys to win on there. The link is in the description. Another link to talk about briefly, uh, Clive and Nath, is that of the runners. Um, Tom, uh, David and the uh, the Academy Physio as well, who, as you name, is just off. It's in the tip of my tongue, but I just can't place it. The three runners at the moment, doing a fantastic job for prostate cancer halfway through their runs at the minute they're doing 10k a day uh, throughout the month a fantastic achievement and you know we've already donated on the behalf of Mansfield Matters but if you can give anything we certainly encourage fans and our viewers and listeners uh, to go out and do that don't we absolutely a good cause good effort <laughs> and uh, of course they've got themselves a nice Mansfield Matters mug as well Nate to have their post run brewing I mean, what what more could you need? Yeah, that's to, to to get you motivated to finish that ten k to get yourself a good brew at the end of it. But uh, massive uh, massive effort from them. Um, I'm trying to motivate myself to get out, get up and do five k day at the minute, and uh, I've got as far as opening a door to the garage where the treadmill is, and I'm sure again. So uh, maybe one day, but yeah, uh, do do dig deep and donate if you can. Absolutely. We um, we bumped into Martin Shaw before the game at Stevenson. 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 When did we play Steve. Stevenson? Steve. They are new teams, Lily. I'm thinking of your close friend on the media team. The um, Martin Shaw in the car park at Stevenage, and I gave him a mug, and he was so pleased. He's had a photograph taken and he's posted it on uh, Facebook. Ah, lovely. Bring a little joy. I mean, it's it's, it's got to be done. I mean, if anyone gets a mug, the the rule is you've got to pass a, post a selfie or. It doesn't really count, does it? That's, that's the whole. No, know, it doesn't. The whole joy of getting a Mansfield Matters mug is for a, for a Mansfield Matters mug selfie shot. Yeah, absolutely. So make sure you uh, you do go on and uh, you know tag us in your pictures on uh, on Twitter or Facebook. We are at MTFC Matters. Make sure you uh, you know you go along and uh, have a little look at uh, have a little look at that. We really want to uh, see you guys with your Mansfield Matters mugs. That's almost all we've got time for today. Just to, for clarity uh, clarity's sake, nice in the comments has uh, gone with a goal scorer for uh, for Scunthorpe again. Goal scorers for, for the opposition do not count. They do not get you absolutely anything. All they do is waste your time in typing it. So make sure you check out the link in the description. Um, I, at the start of this show, Clive, uh, gave like a bit of an agenda. I don't know whether I've stuck to it or not. To be honest, I don't really care either. Uh, but as with any uh, agenda, there's also there's three letters. A-O-B, standing for any other business. Anything that you two want to add before we uh, wrap things up for today? I'll defer to Quiniesta. No, there's nothing for me to add either. Just uh, get yourself down to the one call on Saturday and um, let's hope we can make it five from five. Yeah, something's yeah. something's brewing at the Wonk. Be part of it. Yeah, I... yeah, enjoy it. I mean, we've, we've been through a lot so far this season and, and over the last season, so let's not get too high. But, um, you know, especially with people like this again, we know how things can change very quickly. But let's just go and get behind them. Everyone's done it pretty well so far. So, just continue to do so, and uh, we'll look forward. I mean, bring a mug as well because my brother won't get off my sh- off my back. So uh, yes, I'll bring you. Well. I will. I will bring you. Uh, <laughs> bring. I will bring Ricky a mug on uh, on Saturday. If you have got one, haven't you? I didn't know I gave one, yeah. you one. Yeah, I gave you one. You just yeah. wouldn't give him yours. Uh, I will sort that out on Saturday. Uh, Clive Nath, thanks very much as always for your contributions and to you guys at home for getting involved as well. We will hear more from Clive and from Nathan and maybe even Cam. Who knows what might happen on Sunday? We will be back on Sunday for the Sunday Sermon as we look ahead um, to that trip to Sutton United on Tuesday night. That, though, is all we've got time for on tonight's Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield always matters. Four wins from four in different competitions. We may potentially have a bit of a strike, of shortage, but one thing's for sure, if the stacks keep performing the way they have done over the last couple of weeks, the goals will keep coming, the points will keep coming, and we will continue to climb that league table. Get yourself down to the one call if you're a season ticket holder last year and get this fantastic shirt. Support the Stags and fill out the one call and make as much noise as you can 
on Saturday as the Stags welcome the league's bottom side in Scunthorpe United. But don't let that coerce you into thinking that it's an easy three points. It's not. It's another game where the Stags must dig deep and try and get victory. I've been Craig Brees joining me. Clive Parkin, Nathan Edge. Cam Belton's probably watching Hollyoaks somewhere as well. Until next time, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Keep following the stakes. Why? Because Mansfield always matters. Good night. Are you looking for that early Christmas gift? mtfcmatters.co.uk is the place to go to buy a gift for just a tenner. It's a mug, a Mansfield Matters mug. Support the podcast, buy a mug, support the runners, donate via the link in the description. I now call this meeting to a close. Sorry, I didn't have one of those hammer things. Until next time. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the Pro Pilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five year warranty. And with a bench full of all star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.